You live in a gated community. It's called a gated community. In the gay community. I just want us to have an open conversation, white, black, Hispanic, Asian, anybody. I want this to be a safe space for everyone. Racism is alive and well in the gay community. The gay community. Gay community as us as a trans community. Who is having that conversation? What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Gated Community Podcast. So today I want to speak about being discriminated and marginalized by people who may have more in common with you than they think. Being gay in a straight world can be almost as excruciating as being black in a whitewashed world. Take the barbershop, for example. The isolated thoughts of walking into a testosterone-induced environment of any given barbershop is enough to make a queer person want to vomit. Many of my friends and acquaintances have shared some of their most gruesome barbershop experiences with me, ranging from heightened anxiety upon entry to I refuse to go inside of any barbershop ever again. According to them, most barbershops are filled with misogynistic sports talking homophobic barbers who get off on the emasculation and embarrassment of gays just to look cool in front of their homeboys or to send a hidden message to the single mothers waiting for their kids to get their haircuts that says i'm not gay and i'm as masculine as they come so what do we do we find ways around the problem instead of going through it and or we create our own lane. We pay the extra buck to get our hair cut at salons. We search Yelp for barbers with gay-friendly reviews. We ask our friends for recommendations of their barber. Or to avoid any scrutiny at all, we cut our own hair. No more having to act masculine for an hour to avoid getting teased or bullied for being feminine. No more feeling weird and speaking with an unnatural depth of bass in our voice. No more feeling less than or self-conscious because some insufficient barber feels the need to stroke his ego at the expense of an innocent gay who just wants to get his hair cut and be unbothered. And no more being too afraid to speak up when random barbers ask, who's next for a haircut? And shout out to all the unbiased straight guys who give us stellar haircuts with top tier customer service and without judgment or discrimination. Y'all the real MVPs. Speaking of acronyms, I want to touch on the marginalization and discrimination within the LGBTQ community. Mask, queer, femme, top, butch queen, verse, bottom, DL, gay, bro, cis, trans, there's so many. He, her, him, hers, his, she, bear, twink, queen, trade, bi, lesbian. If any of those terms, identifiers, labels that I just mentioned apply to you and you're attracted to the same sex and or gender, bear with me for a minute. I'm attempting to be as specific as I can here because lately it's become trendy to delete gender identities assigned at birth if you don't believe what you are is who you really are. Even going as far as the question birth certificates and the integrity of doctors who deliver babies based on science, delusion, and feeling. Yeah, Gen Z, I'm talking to you, but I digress. Listen, if you identify with any of the terms mentioned and you prefer the company of a man or a woman if you're a lesbian, then we're all living under the same umbrella. Some see it as a family. Others deem us to live inside of an organization, even giving it an acronym because our extended family can be the size of a community large enough to have its own continent, LGBTQIA+. But I really need for my peers to understand that regardless of where you fall on that rainbow-colored totem pole, we are all equal to our contemporaries and to our adversaries. But see, many of you turn your contemporaries into your adversaries. 
you branch off into tears and create toxic microcosms within our community based on how you think you rank. I honestly believe that the root cause of this way of thinking is the heteronormative agenda. By definition, heteronormativity is the belief that heterosexuality is the preferred or normal mode of sexual orientation. It assumes the gender binary, the principle of there only being two distinct opposite genders, and that sexual and martial relations are most fitting between two people of the opposite sex. I also believe that the heteronormative agenda lurks in the shadows and hangs in the clouds over those who are non-conforming, a.k.a. LGBTQIA. Because the effects of societal heteronormativity on lesbian, gay, and non-hetero individuals can be examined as heterosexual or straight privilege. In other words, if I, me, a gay guy, were to successfully attempt to pass, be recognized as, or give off the impression that I'm a straight guy, then that's a win for me, according to them. But I feel like if that's what winning looks like, count me out. I feel like it takes others a while to truly understand that doing so is a short extension of internalized homophobia. I blame this philosophy on the societal conditions that are deployed upon the general population from the time we entered this world. By their standards alone, not only is it not okay for you to not be heterosexual, but if you identify as anything else, then you need to suppress your humanity to be a part of ours. Because ours is the only one that matters. Ours being them straight folks. So now that we're clear on the expectation, enter the gays who surrender their feminine character and mannerisms for the sake of heteronormativity, for acceptance, for camaraderie, for them. And take a moment to picture this. Any random, butch, lesbian, immersed in intense anxiety, fidgeting awkwardly in a skirt and trying her hardest to walk smoothly while attempting to avoid a sprained ankle and a pair of heels, all for an interview at a job that she's been aiming for, for the position, for the promotion, for them. Bringing this full circle... Do you understand how masculinity for men and femininity for women lay the foundation for our daily lives? Do you understand how conflicting it can be for a homosexual to present as a heterosexual in public places for the comfort of straight people, then morph back into themselves when they're alone or in the company of those who share their struggle? It's almost like if Steve Urkel was straight and Stefan Urkel was gay. We step into this imaginary virtual machine, turn a dial, and out pops the person that you expect us to be for the sake of your comfort and for the satisfaction of your beliefs. But what about our comfort? And what about our beliefs? But the temporary transition doesn't stop there. When gay guys experience other parenthetical hypermasculine gay guys, the attraction is almost instantaneous, partly because this is what they may see at work for eight hours a day, or partly because they're attracted to the masculine part of the person that they see that may be absent within themselves. Or maybe because the tone of heterosociety exclaims that you walk, speak, and perform like them for it to be okay to be you and accepted by all. Whatever their reasoning, this is how we've been conditioned. Remember that totem pole I was telling you about with all the Roy G. Biv colors? You know, red, orange, yellow, green, etc. Well, that pole is constructed of pillars. And those pillars are made of real people who have real feelings. While masculine guys are represented on this pole, so are feminine guys. Feminine guys are generally one of two things, in my opinion. Living under the influence of oblivion, failing to recognize his own femininity... 
brave enough to be who he is because he understands that your opinion of him is not his responsibility. Personally, I tend to connect with the latter. Feminine guys aren't always necessarily the first draft pick by masculine gay guys, but they get their life too. But I've witnessed more times than I'd like to count the rejection of a guy solely based on the merit of his feminine disposition. And the mentality behind that poor decision is because feminine guys are usually classified as the flamboyant, unapologetic queen that does hair and makeup and never misses an episode of Drag Race. Said mentality is also usually masked with, that's just my preference. Be clear, this is another example of internalized homophobia. Preferences are what they are, but discrimination reflects what people don't like about themselves most of the time. It's highly likely that unless an established friendship is mentioned between two gays, you'll see and hear about two femme guys dating before you see or hear of the union between a couple who's one part masculine, one part feminine. That oh-so-common but toxic reverberated expression of mask for mask is an indirect way of letting others know that you're exclusively interested in guys who organically exude masculinity. Translation. They want your mannerisms and personality to mimic that of a straight man. Or don't even bother trying to shoot your shot. But that's not all. What else is behind that masculine mask of his, you ask? The heteronormative condition that's been chiseled into his psyche. See, it's easier to convince relatives that your roommate of eight years is your college buddy. It's more believable to bring your fraternity brother to your company Christmas party and casually throw in conversation the rehearsed line of, Yeah, his wife was out of town and he was free tonight. So here we are. Merry Christmas. My point is, the sooner we understand the dynamics of that colorful totem pole of ours, although a convoluted one, the sooner we can begin to approach each other with respect, understanding, love, and maybe even intimacy and romance. Masculine gay guys, if you're a masculine gay guy and you're listening to this, then you've heard it here first. You will never be straight. Take a pair of scissors to the net of heteronormativity and cut yourselves free. Stop being ridiculous. Femme gay guys, you are brave, fearless, and the envy of many faux mask guys. If you're rejected by a guy you're interested in just because you happen to be feminine, it's a major L for him. If you're masculine and or feminine, remember to not limit yourself to the mannerisms of a person because we're more than that. Imagine the rate of compatibility and companionship if we break and melt the lock to the door of mask femme stereotypes. Imagine not giving a fuck about how you appear and are received on social media because you love him for who he is. Even if it means his wrist is a little broken and he likes to twerk. It's the discrimination within our own community for me. We are all literally a pillar on the same pole. We're in this together. The only thing that's stopping you is yourself. Let me leave you with this. If nothing I said tonight sticks with you, I hope this will. Lesbians, gays, Stop using straight people as a template. We can all coexist harmoniously without using their ideology, beliefs, vocabulary, interests, culture, and situations as a blueprint for what should or shouldn't be considered standard. Be your normal. Not theirs. It's called a gated community. I'm in a gated community. All the gays are We live in a gated community. African people are not pro-homosexual. Who is having that conversation?